0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network Now
2: here is Gary Ray. Today is November eighth, two thousand sixteen. Good morning, and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio, and to every all our vets out there. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, let's make it official. Why don't we make every day Veterans Day? How's that sound? <laughs> My my co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV, State of Maryland. And good morning, sir.
3: Good morning, Gary. And as always, it's great to be with you, sir.
2: Appreciate it. You know, Bill, we're actually starting our fifth year. As of January of of, uh, 2017, we have brought together veterans in need of resources nationally. With thousands of nonprofits that are available, a question should be which organization is really helping our veterans and military families. We do this by not only showing transparency of the organization we interview, but have made locating the right resource easy and comfortable by listening to either the live show or the archive show. We also connect successful grassroots resource organizations together so they can support our veterans and military families wherever they reside. Uh, you know, today's guest is, is, a, is somebody we had on last year and has became very successful in what they're doing, but we'll get right to our guest in just one second here. Uh, Bill, you have something about uh, veterans day
3: well gary as you know last uh our last show last week uh we talked uh, just a little bit about the history of how veterans day uh got started going back to uh, the ending of world war one right. uh in 1918 the armistice uh, that was signed uh in uh, in france and then uh, moving uh uh, from that point, uh, Armistice Day, uh, uh, we got to 1954, I guess it was. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower was uh, president, and he made that changeover to recognize all of our veterans who would serve uh, and called it Veterans Day, which we know it now. And it's interesting that you mention about the number of uh, Nonprofits that have been uh, on our show through the years. And uh, as a follow up uh, to that, Gary, as you know, many of our veterans have difficult times when they return to home and community and readjusting back into our communities. And, uh, you know, all the dependencies that we have at uh, government organizations, uh, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, down to some of the, the local organizations. But I think one of the things that is, is most important is the role that, as you mentioned, nonprofits. And I want to highlight just quickly a, a group in, uh, in Kentucky. It's called Warriors for Freedom, Freedom Helping Military, uh, Veterans, and Families in Need. And this organization is headed up by a, a lady, a Leona Smith, in honor of her brother who was killed in action in 1998. And uh, she formed an organization that's uh, it's called Warriors For that's F-O-R-E, Freedom. And this helps uh, service members and their families. In 2015, with the Kentucky-based USA CARES, and Kansas-based polls of Honor, they no- donated $30,000 to assist uh, veterans and their families in the areas. And in the following year, this year, 2016, an additional $40,000. Uh, uh, Gary, I just think uh, that is a tremendous uh, kind of uh, involvement on the part of, of uh Community-based organizations that's helping our veterans, and you know we've uh, been taught and trained <laughs> to serve. We're well trained, and what better way of veterans serving veterans? And I think it's emblematic in what this organization is doing uh, uh, in Kentucky. And our hats goes off to them. And uh, as you said, Veterans Day
2: should be every day yes uh, warriors for freedom and also Falls of honor uh they are they have major ed i don't know if you ever, remember major ed he's been on oh, the air yeah. with us yes, about I two do. or three times uh, yes. uh phenomenal young man and uh he, you know he knows his stuff and he knows a lot of people so yes definitely uh those those organizations work together and uh they are top ranked top ranked organizations yeah. Well, Bill, you have the pleasure of introducing Pete and Tom from Tools for Troops.
3: Well, and Gary, we're honored to have both of them. They're great guests to have on our show. Let's start with Pete Wall first. Pete is the president and co-founder of Tools for Troops. Uh, Pete's production engineering background, when it's coupled to linguistic studies, it led to more than 30 years of international business development. In 1990, Pete prepared a Pacific Rim marketing plan for a large Midwestern uh, machinery company. And after presenting the plan, Pete was hired as their Southeast Asia marketing director and took a three-year assignment based in Singapore. It should have been great in Singapore. By 2010... Uh, sustainable construction experience that uh, Pete had gained uh, uh, with the uh, green building was taking center stage. Already, uh, Pete being a licensed construction contractor and qualified building inspector, he returned to his studies and managed to qualify as a LED, AP, BD. And C, which translates into a combination of construction, contracting, home building inspection. When added to his green building credentials, they became very useful in occasionally being able to assist veterans. Now, Tom Wagoner, Tom is the advisory board chair and co-founder of Tools for Troops and that four is the numeric four. Tom is a combat veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom and brings 25 years of military service in the U.S. Army and the Army National Guard. Tom currently trains soldiers for overseas deployments as a full-time member of the Oregon Army National Guard. Prior to his tour in Iraq, Tom spent 20 years in the banking sector specializing in business development with the payments industry. Pete and Tom, welcome to the American Heroes Network.
2: Welcome, Matt.
4: Thank you, Bill. And thank you for having us. Thank you.
2: All right. Now... uh, Pete, we, you've been on the air with us before, and uh, your, your organization is coming to be very successful. And and uh, what I'd, I'd like to hear first of all, you have a little story for us, don't you?
4: Um, most recent one, uh, yeah, it's it's a nice story. It, it concerns a, a young marine, a fe- female that um, came on a uh, came to the stand down in Eugene, Oregon, a couple of weeks back, and uh, we noticed that she was. Uh, picking up screwdrivers and holding them at the end, and uh, we figured that she had poor sight, and she was feeling if it was a Phillips or a flathead, and uh, she was about to turn away with a few tools that she'd picked up, and I asked her to fill a form out, and she said, I would if I could see, and with that, the penny dropped, and we quickly uh, pulled it to one side and said, Hey, uh, it so happens we have not with us at the stand-down, but we have back in, in the store, we have an image enhancer. And uh, this, this young Marine had uh, been in a car accident four years earlier. Had been in an induced coma for three weeks, and recovering from it found that she'd lost most of her eyesight. She loved to read. She had 70 books she hadn't read in four years. She had a small business, fine jewelry, I believe it is, uh, unable to practice. Um, and so a week later, 10 days later, we're at the Troutdale stand. Down. We arranged for her and her husband to come along, and this time we had the image enhancer all set up, and she was highly delighted. For the first time in four, over four years, she can now read a book. And she believes that uh, the enhancer is so good that she'll be able to reopen her small business. So it was a, just a really nice, uh, heartwarming story. Uh, and that, that marine and her husband were last seen heading back down the the freeway with with smiles on their faces. So it was right. kind of
2: neat. Sure is. Sure is. Well. Tell us how all this came about. I know you mentioned it the last time you were on, but we have quite a few new listeners, and and whose brainstorm was this?
4: <laughs> it it <laughs> the guy upstairs. He, he came down, and uh, we. I was I was watching the um, Pearl Harbor reruns on on uh, December seventh, and it struck me that uh, most all of my family had served in different wars at different times, and I was looking to do something, and uh, it suddenly hit me that one of my dad's sisters, it was her birthday, uh, my Aunt Nell, and um, coincidentally, I started thinking more about the family, and then it suddenly came to me, Tools for Troops, a really nice acronym, T-Figure 4-T, and uh, we were off and running, and June 10th, uh, 2014, less than just a few months later we we had our first distribution event, and uh, it just took off we the demand is phenomenal and uh it's been a roller coaster ever since
2: all right you know what you do for veterans is is really cool um, the tools for troops basically um, cover just about every tool that's in existence do you do you uh actually you know, fix these tools, or are they given to you in good good condition, or a little bit we, of both? We
4: want, the vet, we want, when we give veterans the tools, we're looking to give them something that is serviceable, that's in good condition, so we check the tools out uh, beforehand, but we try to avoid um, donations of, of broken tools that are seriously in need of repair. We're not in the repair business. We do refurbish and we, we save a whole bunch, maybe uh, in the past few years, maybe 10 or 12 tons of uh, tools that would have otherwise been put in the, in the dumpsters. We've managed to reuse them.
2: Wow, that's fantastic. Well, we're, we're going to do go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
1: If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com.
2: Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest Pete and Tom from Tools for Troops. And Bill?
3: Yes, uh, uh, Pete and, and, and Tom, you know, since 2014. Uh, until now, this has been an amazing accomplishment uh, with uh, the organization uh, uh, tools for troops. Uh, one of the things that uh, came to my attention, and I'm sure with all the great uh, uh, demands that you get for, the, for for getting tools, tell us a little bit about the logistics of dis- distribution of tools from where you are or wherever the location. Of the tools are getting to those uh, individuals, veterans who are in need of those tools. How does that work? Tom?
5: I will take that and good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, this is a very grassroots campaign, meaning that we have, uh, it's all volunteers, we don't have any paid employees, so the members of Tools for Troops, either the advisory board members or the founders, um, work diligently to solicit uh, donations from individuals, uh, corporations, or other uh, charitable organizations, and uh, we secure those by actually just driving out and picking them up. Uh, they're stored in at various locations throughout the state, and then most of our distribution is uh, uh, done through what's known as stand downs, uh, veteran stand downs, which are uh, federally sanctioned events for veterans uh, with multiple support agencies um, uh, at a single location. Um, but we also have individual uh, distribution events that we advertise. Um, so several of those events have occurred at our kind of our home base, which is in uh, Robinwood in Westland. But we've done uh, a very successful event this last year at Camp Whittaker, which is a National Guard um, Armed Forces Reserve Center, and we were able to distribute over tools to over 60 different active, or or should be, guard soldiers uh, in one weekend. And we have another one coming up at uh, Camp Riley uh, after the first of the year. So we're getting those younger veterans, those uh, Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, and uh, helping them. Traditionally, most of the uh, people at the stand downs are from uh, different eras of uh, Vietnam and and Korea and such as that. So we're trying to get the biggest uh, bang for the buck in uh, identifying the the locations where we can uh, bring these tools to those veterans free of charge. Um, so and that's that's often one of the challenges we have is that the veterans look at us and say, "What do you mean these are free?" <laughs> <And> so uh, <laughs> right. we we uh, have to convince them. That, uh, all we ask is that they, uh, fill out a, a disclosure agreement saying that, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're... They're not going to hold us liable if uh, they cut their finger on a saw blade or something like that. But uh, uh, the generosity from the people, uh, the state of Oregon and southwest Washington is just so impressive that once they hear about us, we've had a few uh, interviews locally, and every time they replay that interview, our phones go nuts, and we start getting donations coming in. So that's kind of how we distribute it. It's all, uh, you know, again, no paid employees, Uh, everything's uh, out of pocket from the founders, and uh, we go out there and get those tools in the hands of deserving veterans.
3: Um, well, uh, that, that that's great, uh, Tom. A- a- and, you know, I, I just want to emphasize a little bit more, and you indicated that the occasion for this coming about, and when you started, was with a stand-down. And just to talk about that a little bit further back here in the east, where I am in the Washington, D.C., Maryland area, uh, usually in the winter times, we have... Uh, various stand-downs, and the idea behind that is to get veterans who are homeless to come in uh, to where there's employment or maybe food, clothing, even an opportunity to wash up, clean up, haircuts, uh, 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 and even for uh, women veterans when they come in, uh, you know, the same thing, that their are hairdressers there to do all those great things. So stand-downs are a great occasion to attract veterans, and especially when the weather is really bad to come in and to be able to make a a presentation of tools like this. You know, the the, the next question I have have for you is, are there uh, specific requests, whether the stand-downs or at, at other times that they're asking for certain kinds of tools over and above the others, or they all come in a particular, uh, you know, set package that you present.
4: Billy, uh, I I really appreciate your uh, your going through the stand down, what what it means, uh, what it entails, and um, by golly, they they are well attended and they're, they're most necessary. Um, when it comes to uh, specific tools uh, as a sideline, not a sideline, but as part of our overall outreach, uh, Tools for Troops has partnership agreements with uh, uh, the Salvation Army, the, um, uh, the Community Warehouse, Easter Seals, and uh, with respect to the latter, uh, Easter Seals are nationwide, But in southwest Washington and and the state of Oregon, which is where our focus has been this first few years, um, they will find uh, the veterans gainful employment and then they will turn to us and be it a carpenter or welder, they'll turn to tools for troops to supply the the job specific tools. That's where we uh, play an important role in supporting. Uh, those functions, as also work, Workforce Oregon, which again, uh, focuses on uh, finding veterans employable, uh, employment. So, uh, it's very much a, a team effort involving, uh, more than one, um, charitable organization.
5: Exactly, and and we do, Bill, have a specific requests from individuals that will get filtered into our organization. Um, we have several instances where someone is uh, doing a career change and they're going to a, a trade school, and a lot of times those trade schools require the students to have uh, a certain set of tools, and that can be very expensive into the thousands of dollars. And so we will work with that veteran, get the list of tools that they need, and whatever we have on stock, you know, we, we can probably knock out 75% of the specific tools they need, and that just really gives them a leg up in being able to uh, um, get that schooling done and not have a financial hardship on them or their family.
3: That is great, gentlemen. And, and, and you know, I would imagine that these individuals, veterans that you're able to help uh, once they come through and they get these tools, whether it be uh, just as you've mentioned uh, Tom, uh, if they're going through uh, an educational program where it's a must and they've got to come up with it these individuals in my imagination must turn out to be great ambassadors for you because uh, they can speak to how important it was that uh, you know and especially as our folks who return, who are trying to reintegrate, and but for the frustration of being able to get a tool or a set of tools to start to work, or even if it's just for a hobby of someone who's got you know some some uh, 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 problems as a result of their service uh, with mental health, uh, uh, to be able to to relax their mind these have got to be tremendous ambassadors for you and uh, uh can you talk about that
5: absolutely bill i've got a great example i had a, a young soldier uh who had uh, gotten out of the service he deployed with me to, to iraq back in '09 and 10 and uh very very um responsible young man who just through circumstances was laid off from his job that he'd had uh, since he got back. Um, he found out through another soldier who we had helped and who had volunteered and also uh, gave tools back to us that um, I was working with this organization. Uh, he called me and said, hey, I've got a new opportunity as a cabinet fitter and uh, i need to get a table saw and i need to get a compressor and uh, and some other tools well I I sent the word out to my good friend Pete, who's on the phone here with us, and within 48 hours, uh, not only did we have the compressor and the uh, table saw for this kid, but also a tremendous amount of cabinet-fitting tools uh, that met his need, and he was able to pick that up. So uh, he is now a a great sounding board, and uh, it sends referrals to us quite a bit. So it's a win-win all around.
3: Well, you know, I, I I think the last point here that i like to make is it is so important because in our country, nationwide now, the, the emphasis is so much on jobs and employment. And if someone, uh, a veteran, can come and get a start like this, uh, they can either go to work for someone or uh, maybe uh, instantly or down the road they become entrepreneurs themselves and how this changes itself around in, uh, you know, in, in our economy from the standpoint that here's a way that gets us, it kickstarts us uh, to getting back to getting as much employment as we can, whether it be uh, working in a company or an individual who's uh, out and about trying to start a, a company of their own.
5: That's true. I couldn't agree more, Bill. That's uh, that is one of our tenets for uh, starting this organization. Is you know, it, it's there's a tremendous transition from military to civilian world. Um, and ask any veteran what it's like to get up in the morning and not have your drill sergeant or one of your sergeants yelling at you. <laughs> it's be able to um, work with your hands. Get a result and feel satisfied that you're um, uh, you are contributing to society is very very important. And so whatever we can do to get those veterans, uh, up and working, and if they can become an entrepreneur, I've seen it firsthand, again, in my, in my years in, uh, in banking, but also in the military. Uh, you, you had touched on a point with regards to, uh, mental health and, uh, PTSD. I've had several soldiers that have actually, uh, received prescriptions from their doctors uh, for um, doing either crafts or hobbies uh, to help them um, regain their composure. And so we've been able to uh, provide a number of tools uh, for those types of soldiers, and I can tell you firsthand just from the feedback that I've got from them that their ability to cope uh, has just soared based on uh, their uh, willingness and their abilities to uh, either work on the house or work on their hobbies or actually start a business. So uh, it's been very
2: successful that's phenomenal that's great that's great well uh, we're going to be going on break but before we do let's not forget about our partner the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel and their national campaign donate $22 today to help build a very important veterans broadcast studio after you donate find the 10 most responsible veteran loving people you know on your email roster and ask them to please donate and share the VSP channel fundraising campaign there are still many people who don't know anything about this national fundraising campaign that's even happening. You, our listeners, are the catalyst of this campaign information. The VSP channel premise is that if they can get a million people to donate $22 to support this effort, they will have $22 million to build a state-of-the-art all-veteran broadcast studio in Central Texas, which would also mean jobs for our veterans. They can then begin producing and broadcasting as many shows as ten to fifteen a week, which is a which is a big number. Bill, did you know that they have approached the Texas Veteran Commission, the state, uh, the Texas state legislature, and the federal government, and were told by everyone that they care about veterans, but they cannot help with funding because their hands are tied with guidelines. If they're so pro veteran. Why can't they help? So, the VSP channel is appealing directly to the public with this call to action Donate 22 Today campaign. With the help of those special people who care, they can build this channel for the price of a $22 dinner or movie. And if there's a million of us agree to donate to this cause, it's going to put something that's going to be there for years and years, not only supplying jobs, but also bringing the latest updates to our veterans. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
1: Think you've seen everything there is to see in
5: online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more, on demand, 24-7.
1: That's American Heroes Network at com. Now, back to our program.
2: Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Pete, Town from Tools for Troops. Now, about a week ago, I was talking to you, Pete, and you told me a story that was um, unbelievable. Could you repeat that story?
4: Um, by all means, uh, it was Christmas two years back, um, a few days before Christmas, and we had a vet in the in a home in downtown Portland that, that looks after veterans. And uh, he needed some work-specific tools, so we, we put a box together for him. And we were all set to deliver them when we got a call. And he said, Peter, I, I won't be needing the tools. Uh, please give them to somebody else. And so we, uh, I, I kind of pressed it a little bit and just want to get a, a – a better sense of where this was going. And, uh, uh, as soon as I put the phone down, I, I made a call to OMSN, Oregon Military Support Network. And, uh, and said, I, I fear that this person is in a, uh, a bad situation. Uh, I just don't feel right. The, the sense that was coming across was, uh, was not good. And, um, so immediately, uh, OMSN contacted the uh, uh, psychiatrist at the VA hospital, and they rushed down. And uh, he was a few minutes away from committing suicide. Uh, and after Christmas, he called me and, and thanked me. He said, I don't know how you, you sense that. And I said, well, the good guy upstairs sometimes uh, sheds a little light on things. And I just felt that the way our conversation was going, that something bad might be happening. So I called it in. Right. So it was a, it was a, a nice ending. A really right.
2: nice ending. Right, Pete, you saved a life. Thank you.
4: Yeah. Yes, we we did. <laughs> Thank you. Yes,
2: yes, definitely. I mean, you initiated everything there, and, and uh, that's what it's all about. Now, uh, I think th-
4: what- I think God was in the
2: room. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Why don't you tell us what what you uh, what you need as far as uh, your needs right now t- in order to go bigger than what you are. You're, you're planning not only to go statewide, but you want to take it national too, correct?
4: We'd, we'd love to go nationwide, but it has to be in a step-by-step process. And the week correct. last Tuesday, we had a monthly meeting and uh, Tom and the folks, and we decided that uh, we need to cement statewide coverage. We need to focus, even though the first two years we... We had a tremendous focus on the Portland metro area, which includes southern Washington, based on Vancouver, across, across the Columbia River. We, we're still not out of the woods. We're doing really good. The demand is phenomenal. and And that's what's keeping us really busy. And we need to stay focused on the state of Oregon and the Pacific Northwest, which leaves little room for expansion to... The East Coast, where 80% of the population is. So the, the, the need is for folks at the American Legion, the Elks Clubs, the Lions Clubs, uh, vetted VF, VFW, the veterans organizations to, to listen to our uh, plea for help and, uh, set up chapters in their own neighborhood. The website and the Facebook page exists. The, uh, the legal stuff is all, is all taken care of. We just need for volunteers in states other than Oregon to uh, step forward and uh, and help us blossom.
2: Right. You know, last week we had a uh, organization on called uh, Heroes on the Water, and what they do is take veterans out uh, fishing in kayaks, and it's mm-hmm. a wonderful organization. But they beat the system. They got their volunteers. They started chapters. They have, what was it, Bill, 80-some chapters throughout the United States. Now, couldn't you imagine that with tools?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Phenomenal.
2: Yes, definitely. I mean, and, and you were telling me, too, uh, you know, if you don't do it that way, the cost of, if you have that option and somebody wants something and you have it and, and they're out of state, you don't get no breaks. The transportation
4: breaks. Costs kill it. I'm sorry? We have supplied and will continue to supply uh, individuals from different states, um, but it's but, it's tough. It, uh, often the um, the transportation costs will exceed the value of the uh, the power drill or whatever it is we're shipping back there.
2: Right. I mean the cost. The costs. And you're telling me um, last week about seventy five dollars. Uh, yeah. know, for a certain, yeah. certain type of yeah. package? That, that's...
4: Yeah, for $100, $100 worth of tools.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's not right. That's not right. There, the U.S. government, should be giving you some type of free postage. That would be great. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, again,
4: that. with respect to expansion, we, we have a little over $4 million, uh, statewide. Mm-hmm. Uh, just 10 days ago, we supplied our 1,000th Veteran. In less than a thousand days, we supplied 1,000 veterans with tools. Imagine if that were taken into a more populous state, uh, and the value that we've donated, which is uh, much the lesser interest, uh, is probably in excess of $150,000 in, in just two and a half years. So, multiplied across the nation, it could be it could be a huge. Uh,
2: assist to our veterans. Oh yes, definitely. Bill.
4: Well,
3: Gary, I'm I'm, I'm listening uh, uh, to what you just said, and I think with the with the grassroots organizations out there, you mentioned uh, Heroes on the Water. Uh, we, you know, we we know of other organizations that uh, take folks on uh, vacations. Uh, and, and all kinds of—I uh, mean, just unbelievable—ingenious uh, ways of, of, of serving our veterans. Somehow, and, and, and maybe you know, with uh, Pete and, 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 uh, and Tom's assistance, if we can uh, can start to try to initiate a network. For an example, with you know, heroes on the water—you you, you like to kayak? I mean, a part of this is you know. Uh, 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 are you engaged in some type of hobby? Are you working? You need tools, and there's so easy. Where I think those kinds of trade-offs that can be made, and the 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 uh, uh, grassroots organizations, if they're interacting with each other, I, I think this could be tremendous. Now that's very much easier said and done, but I think you know something like that could be the breeding ground. To, to this sort of uh, cross uh, sharing with the different types of uh, capabilities we have out there, because uh, I think if this thing is going to be done and it's going to be done with a success, it's got to take place at the grassroots level, and you know don't depend on the government to, uh, uh, to and, 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 and some of the even the VSOs to uh, uh, start that off for you.
2: Well, do you think something, Bill? Do you think something like uh, the VFW or, or American Legion um, uh, to work with them, or maybe just go out on their own, just like uh, the, the other organization did?
3: Well, I tell you, I'm going. I'm going to give uh, tools for for troops uh, a shot. On this Thursday, I'm going to be speaking at uh, Joint Base Andrews. You know that's the location where uh, Air Force One is. at the president's uh, uh-huh. uh, airport, and uh, and I'm I'm going to be talking about suicides and and what we can do to help out with that. And I'm going to inject you guys, if you don't mind, as a, a you know what you've been successful with doing. Uh, the wing commander there for uh, uh, that unit is going to be there, and some folks. Uh, from the Pentagon and other, uh, you know, uh, grassroots organizations. And uh, I'm going to spread the word for you, unless you tell
5: me no. (laughs) Thank you, Bill. i never tell you no, Bill. (laughs) And, and Gary, thank you so much for this uh, opportunity to to spread our message. One of the, the things... That I think, you know, if if you're a listener out there and you realize either one, hey, I've got some tools out in the garage that are just gathering dust or hey, I've got, I'm retired now and I've got time on my hands and I'd like to volunteer. The amount of work that we do is, uh, uh, can be as much or as little as, uh, as you want to contribute. But it's time and it's tools that we can get in the hands of veterans. And uh I encourage anyone and everyone across the U.S. that if it's something that they'd be interested in doing, we can uh give them the instructions and they can uh, fall in on our 501c3 and uh, walk them through uh, how easy it is to make this happen. But I know that there are many, many garages out there that have uh, tools that could get in the hands of uh, veterans in need and that there's many, many veterans and non-veterans out there that want to get involved, and this is a great way to do it. It's very, very fulfilling.
2: All right, right now, how can they? How can they help? As far as, I encourage uh, them
5: to go to our Facebook page, uh, Tools for Troops, and also uh, www. for That's a number four. dot org. Um, they can uh, get involved. They can donate. They can also. Um, we have a GoFundMe page as well as a donation page on our website. Uh, through PayPal. So um, again, we don't have any uh, paid employees. This is all uh, out of pocket from us. So either money or donations or donation of time and uh, spreading the word is great. Again, as Pete had mentioned, our bandwidth is somewhat limited uh, due to the constraints of uh, transportation, but that has not stopped Pete and other volunteers from uh, sending tools back east or actually sending them over to Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. uh, as they have been requested to. But uh, that's going to get expensive after a while, so we'd love to see other chapters
2: open. Oh, definitely. That would be fantastic. And we have a phone
4: number for you, 503 three eight seven five eight four four five zero three three eight seven five eight four four thank you all
2: right all right we're gonna go ahead and take a break do you own a business would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account then check out our sponsor first-class merchant services they are a national company josh cole is the owner uh, first, class merchant, um, first Class Merchant Services, call them at 407 401 That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
1: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspiring really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts Voiceamerica.com. you are tuned into to american heroes network if you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com.
2: Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Pete and Tom from Tools for Troops. Now, I know this is a, a request that everybody has to. You know, If it wasn't for your sponsors, it wasn't for your people that donate to you, Uh, you wouldn't have been able to make it by yourself, just like uh, any other nonprofit. So why don't you tell us uh, and give them a little thanks, Tom?
4: Well, we'd like to thank uh, Portland Fasteners, uh, Home Depot, Ace Hardware and Suppliers Contractors, um, and uh, partnerships with uh, Easter Seal and the Community Warehouse, Salvation Army, WorkSource, Oregon, it's a team effort. Bottom line, always, it's a team effort, and it, it works well. Thank you.
2: All right. Now, what? where do you see in the in very near future? Do you have something coming up, an event coming up, uh, another stand-down, or something that we could uh, uh, talk about?
4: We have a stand-down at, at Newport on December the 9th, which uh, okay. covers the coastal communities from Astoria in the northern part, down to uh, Florence in the uh, central coastal area. Um, that stand-down is, uh, is always uh, well-attended, and, uh, and that rounds out the year first, December 9th. So we, we get a little break before Tom has his uh, busy again, the first or second week in January, out at the uh, Camp Riley with the Oregon National Guard. All right. All right. Bill? Well,
2: gentlemen, I, I,
3: I think, uh, you know, as much as we can continue to expand this by way of networking, and I was thinking again that uh, some of the other ways that uh, we can uh, to be able to help, uh, even, uh, you know, with the government, I'm involved with a uh, 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 veterans network uh, with the uh Department of Veterans Affairs here in the Washington, D.C. area, but we're not limited by uh, geography or state lines, and uh, I'm going to talk about you guys there. And, uh, you know, the greatest void in our veterans community is a lack of information, and this is information that our veterans should know and they don't know. There are many other areas when they get to veterans' uh, benefits and Healthcare and stuff like that, we're still in the dark on, but we've got to continue to get this word and the information out. So uh, where we can do things, I think, even with uh, 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 shows in the future that we'll be doing, is to make sure we talk about something uh, that can be networked with that particular uh, uh, guest that they're doing that can be very helpful and maybe uh, we can get some more involvement in this.
4: Definitely. Thank you.
2: Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give our, your contact information again?
4: Uh, Tools for Troops, that is uh, Figure 4 um, Facebook page, and toolsfortroops.org is the website. And the phone number, 503 387 Five eight four four. Repeat five zero three, three eight seven fifty
5: eight forty four. Thank you. All right. And our uh, email addresses is Pete at toolsfortroops dot org or Tom at toolsfortroops dot org. We'd love to hear from your listeners uh, across the USA and take any and all uh, comments and questions and concerns and any interest in uh, developing chapters across the U.S., some of the things that uh, we look for uh, in our donations with our either our partners or from individuals are of course hand tools and power tools, but anything in woodworking or plumbing storage uh, we get a lot of requests for lawn and garden uh, for people to uh, to be able to work at their homes, uh, automotive air tools, electrical painting you know, and miscellaneous tools that are out there so when you're out there cleaning your garage and uh, you see things that you aren't using, um,
2: find a way to get those in the hands of a veteran. Definitely. Definitely. And they don't have to be in working order either, do they? They should be. Well, but... we, we ask that they
5: can, but, you know, uh, Pete had mentioned our our good friends at Portland Fasteners. They'll have a tool turn-in uh, from local area contractors where they will uh, donate those tools to us. And then we have uh, have been gracious enough to have an engineer that works with us, and he'll go through and test the tools. And uh, if he has to cannibalize them, you know, we'll get a pallet of DeWalt drills or and such, and he'll go through and uh, we'll replace the cords or sharpen something or, or along that lines. but we'll test them before we give them out to the veterans to make sure that they're uh, in good working order and very safe.
2: All right. All right. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, Pete and Tom. It was a pleasure having you on the show today. And let's start with Pete. Pete, what'd you like, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing?
4: Uh, well, it- Approaching the season of goodwill, and um, just a hope and a prayer that uh, all of our veterans uh, have a roof over their heads and something warm to wear, and, and let them know that we're thinking about them, they're in our thoughts and our prayers as we, uh, as we move forward into the, uh, the, the depths of winter.
5: All right, Tom? Well, uh, first and foremost, let me thank you, uh, Gary, and also you, Bill, for having us on today. Uh, just to remind everyone, today is Election Day, and I uh, encourage everyone that these veterans have fought and died and bled for your right to be able to vote. So I encourage everyone to go out and uh, vote for their candidate of choice today, and then we get to celebrate uh, Veterans Day on the 11th, and uh, I wish every veteran out there the best um for their veterans day, and uh if you are not a veteran, make sure that you 're out there thanking uh, their veterans for their service
2: All right. and, amen and yes <laughs> amen for sure, especially the the voting part of it uh again this, this is probably one of the most important elections uh that 's ever going to occur so do a make a wise decision and if you missed any of our live shows. All our shows are archived on demand 24 7, and you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us today. Happy Veterans Day, Veterans Day, and week, and month, and year. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Thank you.